Hi everybody and welcome back to the Creative Kindergarten Podcast. My name is Amanda and I'm an early childhood educator in Ontario, Canada. This podcast is a place where I talk about all things kindergarten. I pick a topic for the week and then I share my thoughts, my learning, my ideas around that topic. But this week I have a special guest joining me for my podcast. I have Jen from Books and Bites who I got a chance to interview with. She is actually the teacher librarian at the school that I work at. I've known her, I think, for about eight years now, and I love working with her. She does prep coverage in kindergarten, and she does a lot of work with our students around technology. She also does um, library book exchange and things like that, but she has done a ton of work around technology um, with my kindergarten students, and I love learning from her, seeing what she tries out with the kids, seeing what they're capable of with technology, and she's amazing at a lot of things, but one of the things that has really blown me away year after year is that she teaches students how to log into computers we use Chromebooks at our school and by the end of the year most of the students are able to log into the Chromebooks on their own using their very long student login and password and she has found some really imaginative and creative ways to get students to practice logging in like with a computer or even before even touching a computer she has different centers that they practice with so I was so excited to interview her for this podcast episode where she goes over the different centers that she um, has used uh, with our students this year to teach them how to log into computers and she uses different materials and makes it so fun Uh, for students to do. So this is the podcast episode where I talk to her about the work she does around getting students to log in. And yeah, I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Hi, Jen. Welcome to the Creative Kindergarten Podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you here. And I'm know my audience is going to love learning more about how you teach students to log in like we use Chromebooks at our school but to log into computers because I see it as a struggle in kindergarten groups all the time that people have to get their students logged in to computers and it's just it's a huge struggle for educators yeah for sure it's definitely something you need a lot of patience for Um, but if you have fun with it it's doable and the kids really love it so it's definitely worth the time Yeah, I wanted to have you on because every year you say, okay, we're going to get students to log into computers. And every year I'm like, there's no way it's going to happen this year. There's just no way. And then every year it happens and you have all these students logging into computers and it just blows my mind every time. So I thought this would be a great episode for you to talk about all the different like methods that you use to get students to log in and practice that. And I'm really excited for you to get to talk about that because I think that's like one of the things you're really, really good at. Oh, thank you. Um, I've been doing it for a while. So each year I kind of add to my bag of tricks about how to make them successful. And it's actually probably the perfect part of my year. Uh, so this year we had a new, couple new centers that I added, which kids were really excited about. So the first center that we did, the very first time we talked about login um, and logging into Chromebooks was uh, the keyboards and the poppets. So that was such a fun one. So in the past, I've used real keyboards without the cords and they practiced logging in with their login card, just practice letter recognition and a great sensory one. But this year, one of my students had a poppet in their class and it was a keyboard. And I immediately said, where did you get that from? And he said, Amazon. So I went on the same night and ordered a couple and added them to the center. And they were such a huge hit. And they might not be in a couple of years if the fad is over. 
but they're rainbow colored and the students can use the keyboard to practice all the letters in their login information, which was perfect. So that was a really good one, especially for sensory and letter recognition. And then the second one we used this year was whiteboard tables and the whiteboard stand. So everyone has some kind of whiteboard platform or, or resource in their room. So this one's such an easy one to do. So what I had them do was have their login card with their information and they could write it on the board or on small boards, whatever you have handy and write it in any color and it just gets the practice with the letter recognition and how the format of the login card goes. So that's a simple one that everyone can do and you could even do it as a whole class if you had that opportunity. Tell us more about these login cards before you because this is like the most genius part I feel like of everything is how you have these login cards for each kid to make their lives easier and my life easier as well. So we have login cards that we make for um, each student and it has obviously their name on it and then it has their um, login information. Ours is very long where we work. So um, it's a real challenge. Um, and then also their password. So they have a little login card and it's color coded. It's color coded from a few years ago when I used to put colors on the lines of the keyboards for the letters. This year I didn't do that. It still um, is color coded so they can see that a certain color is all on the number line or all on the line with the A. So that's kind of helpful still. Um, and then they grab their login card from little pockets in these binders that I have. And then they know to take it with them and use it um, at their computer or during all these centers. So they really cherish those. And I stress that you better not lose these, please, because I have to make more of them. Um, and then also we have a little incentive program. The first time that you log in independently um, on the real computer, not the other centers, you get a hole punch and a sticker that says I can log on by myself. Then two more times you get a hole punch in the top of the card. And then in the last one, um, the, the fourth time you do it independently, you get a little prize bag. I'm not the biggest prize incentive teacher as many of us aren't but you know what you need something to get through this process and they are so excited to get these prize bags you well you saw <laughs> they're so excited um they were asking me the whole week before am I gonna get mine today I was like I think so I think so so anyway that's a little hint a little side hint you need some kind of incentive yeah and I know that you also gave me the cards as well because you made doubles and so I also have the cards in my classroom so now I can um, practice in our classroom as well with different centers. Like we have those like um, old keyboards in our room. I posted about them to my Instagram where the kids have just been practicing their login even in the classroom. So it's great to team up with classroom teachers as well to help make sure that, you know, we're continuing that learning in the classroom and, you know, helping those students be able to log in on their own. Yeah, exactly. If, if teachers and ECE partners can reinforce the skills in the classroom, it's great. Because for me, for example, I see them once or twice a week. So it's not a lot. And I don't have them to practice those kind of skills specifically too much. So it's perfect when you guys can do it. And it works for, for you as well, because you can use them for letter recognition skills and all those things in your classroom. And you can put out vocabulary cards and it works in many different ways. So it's really helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love those cards. Okay, so you've talked about the poppets, the keyboard poppets, which the students were like going crazy over. What a great way to like incentivize kids, like using the things that they love. So the poppets, and you have the whiteboard tables that also the kids are like, oh, I get to color all over a table and they're all over that. So I like how you're like using materials and resources that gets the kids excited about doing something as 
I'm going to put this in quotes, boring as just logging into a computer, right? Because really, in essence, like that's not a fun activity to do. You're exactly right. They, we think it's boring, but they absolutely love it if you spin it the right way. And you're right. Yeah. I never thought about that, but using things they're already comfortable with so that they have the basis of the activity and then they're just using a different skill with the same resources. So that's actually, I never thought about that, but that works really nicely. Mm-hmm. So then another center that we did this year, which I had new this year, which I think went really well, was I went to the dollar store and got a bunch of like Duplo, fake Duplo blocks. And then what I did was um, I took a Sharpie and on the side, um, I put all different combinations of letters. So like one would have an A, three, all the things that they would need. And then they went to the center and then they took the blocks and had to use their login card and attach the blocks together to make like a long, I don't know what you'd call it, a train of their login information. So again, ours is really long. So it was quite a few letters. Um, But actually, I was really impressed because this is kind of difficult because the blocks were all over the table and some of them were upside down. So um, and different directions. So it was really great for letter recognition, especially for JKs, I think practicing that and then they had to kind of problem solve and use their critical thinking skills to get them in the right order. And then if they missed one, they could take it apart and fit in the correct one. Uh, so it was pretty cool. And they were really excited to show me their long, really big train um, of their login information. So you could really put that center out anytime, I think. If you had their login cards available and um, they could build these on the floor or on a table that you have. Love it. Again, another material that they love and just spinning it in a way that makes them excited to practice logging into a computer. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then the next one we use this year is also new. So I guess I actually had quite a few new ideas this year. Um, You have to keep it exciting, especially for me too, because otherwise it gets boring. Um, I got login, a blank login card. So it was just the template with lots of little boxes. And then I blew it up on eight and a half by 11 and then put it inside a dry erase sleeve. So it was basically like giant version of the card that they are familiar with. And then they just used a small dry erase marker and their login card, the real thing, and filled in the information. So this is great for printing practice and letter practice. And then they were really getting used to the concept of the card and what letter and which number comes next. And I thought this one was kind of boring, but um, they really liked it because I feel like there's just those kids that really like writing on dry erase and erasing and all that kind of stuff. So this was kind of a big task too because it's quite a few letters and numbers for us, Um, but they really liked it and they were actually really proud to show what they had done in the time. So that was great. And as the classroom teacher, I love that they get to practice writing numbers and letters because that's always something that they need to do, right? Yeah. And just just making sure that they know what the letters and numbers are. So exactly what you're saying. Um, It's helpful for them to do that, like B's and D's, getting them mixed up. And when you're typing, that makes a difference. (laughs) Yes, very much. Uh, And then the next one that we used uh, was the actual computer. So we use Chromebooks, but um, people might be using other kinds of devices like desktops or laptops. Um, So this was the hot, the hot one that people wanted to go to. So um, what I did the first few times that we did these centers was um, I asked my teaching partners to pick students that kind of recognize letters um, so they could have a good positive start. Um, So we picked maybe 10, eight or 10 students and they came to the Chromebooks. So they were very excited. The other kids were a little jealous, but I said soon enough that my advice is don't start with all JKs because 
chances are they're not going to be able to do it. So um, you want to start on a positive note and use those kids first that are really excited and kind of are ready to go. So they got their login card and headed to the Chromebooks and we had kind of given them a little info about kind of what to click to get started. They're a little worried that they're going to break something and I'm like, you're going to be fine. Just click, click here, click here, type this in. Um, yeah, and they were so excited. Some of them did it on their first try. I think that we've done virtual learning over the last couple of years. So they had a little more experience with the keyboard in the past. Sometimes they were like really not knowing what to do, but I think that's really helped because they're more familiar with keyboards and typing and just devices themselves. So yeah, it went really well. And I have another blog post um, about login tips for those sessions. So if you wanna read a little bit more about that, you can check that out as well. Yeah, I'll definitely put that in the show notes because it has some great like summary of like what you've been talking about and some visuals and it'll show the login cards. I'll definitely post about it again to my Instagram just so people can see what it is. But they should also follow you on Instagram because you're always putting out so many much great content around because you're a teacher librarian. So it's different from the content that I would put out, but it's also so relevant to what I do in the classroom. And I love seeing how you're using digital activities in in the per, in person classrooms, and like using books and all that kind of stuff. So definitely following Jen Books and Bites on Instagram because she has some amazing ideas. Thanks. And we just had one more bonus uh, center this year. We had a Bbot center. So if you have a coding robot, this works perfectly. So we have a mat that is dry erase. So I used that and I drew a login card on one square and then a keyboard or a computer on another square. And their job was to code the Bbot from the login card to the computer, which they really liked. And then I told them if they wanted to erase it and they could draw their own login card and their own computer. So that was kind of a bonus session um, uh, center, I should say, uh, that added some STEM and um, helped them use their coding skills uh, while we were also using their skills for logging in. So that was an extra little one. You can really just add anything kind of related to computers, but it's great when it can tie into STEM or some kind of other um, digital skill. Yeah, I know my students love using the Bbot we have it in our classroom too. So anytime they get to use the Bbot, they get really excited about it. So it's awesome. There's so many ways you can kind of fit it into your programming, which is great. Yeah, it's just such a great like multi-use robot because it can be used for so many different things. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all these. I get to experience them firsthand because Jen and I work together and just seeing all the amazing things that she puts out for our students to engage them. And again, something I'm putting this in quotes as boring as logging into a computer to get them so excited. Like when they know it's library time and they get to try to log in, like they, they just get so excited. And for me, I'm like, oh my goodness, how are they this excited to log into a computer? But you really do a really great job engaging our students and making sure you're meeting them all at their different levels as well so that they can all have an entry point into it, which is really great. Thank you. Yeah, it's such a good experience. And I think um, it makes them more confident with digital skills. And also you're, hel- you're helping out the future teachers um, the years after. Maybe if you're a t- kindergarten educator, you don't use computers that often. But if you can kind of build these positive skills, even if they're not um, very perfect at it, if they're not um, fluent at doing this, uh, it helps out their grade one, two teachers because they have the confidence and they have the exposure. So you just need to be patient. You need to have fun. You need to kind of lower your expectations of perfection. Um, and if you do that, then it's, it's a really fun experience. 
Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all this with me and the audience of the podcast. And yeah, if we have any questions about logging into computers and any of these centers, you have to go and ask Jen over on Books and Bytes on Instagram. I'll put all of your links and things in the show notes for people to be able to find you and definitely go follow her and check out her blog post about logging into computers because... Again, I'm blown away every year when all of these little peanuts like are able to log in on their own. I'm just like, how? How? But they do it. <laughs> they do it. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It was great to talk to you today. All right. Have a great one. You too. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Jen from Books and Bites. I will link everything to find her in the show notes between her blog posts and her Instagram. She's a great follow just so that you can you know, see into the world that she has created around tech and around library. Uh, she, uh, she Just every time I go into the library, I'm just so inspired by everything she is doing. So I hope you go and give her a follow. If you have any questions for her, reach out to her. She's great at answering all kinds of questions and finding like innovative solutions to tech problems you might be having. She's fantastic for that. So I will definitely make sure I link that all in the show notes for you. If you are listening to this on the day that this podcast comes out, I just want to give you a heads up that there's a Teachers Pay Teachers sale. You can save up to 25% off everything on the site and my store will be 25% off. I will um, put in the show notes the... Um, code that you have to enter at checkout. I will also be giving away a $10 TPT gift card on my Instagram, so make sure you go and check it out. And this is episode number 99 of the podcast. So next week will be episode number 100. I'm trying to think of a fun giveaway that I could do. So make sure you tune in and make sure you tune in early in the week. Uh, So I release new episodes every Tuesday. Make sure you tune in around the Tuesday mark so that If I do do a giveaway, you have um, an opportunity to enter it. I have a feeling it's going to have something to do with having a secret code word like embedded in, you know, the the podcast episode that you'll have to enter in order to win a cool prize. So yeah, definitely make sure that you listen to next week's episode kind of in a timely manner. Make sure that, you know, it's you're not listening to it three weeks after it comes out because I'll probably just do it within a couple days of the release of the podcast episode for those that really listen and enjoy the podcast, which I am ever so thankful and grateful for. So yeah, I really want to say thank you all and I hope you have a great week. I will join you all again next week for the 100th episode of the Creative Kindergarten Podcast.